I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Hi, Eden. Hi, Ione. And hello to the listeners. Welcome to the Polyester Podcast. I'm Ioni, the founding editor-in-chief of Polyester Online, in print and everywhere else. And I'm Eden, the socials editor of Polyester Z. We are here this week with a Sleepover Club episode in which we have all those conversations you'd usually have at Sleepover. Eden's joining us this week because Halima is unable to be here and I am very thrilled. What are we talking about today, Eden? This week we are talking about goblin mode, going goblin mode, going feral... And just having a good old goblin time. This is a topic very dear to my heart. Before we begin properly, may I remind you all to please like, subscribe, rate and review the podcast. It really helps us and would be much appreciated. So Eden, do you want to start with the origins of goblin mode? So the origins might go back further than what we originally thought. So according to Know Your Meme, the term was first used in 2009 by Twitter user Jennifer DeJoie describing someone's high-octane behaviour. So Urban Dictionary states that when you lose yourself so much, you resort to becoming a goblin. I feel like goblin mode in its like new popular new like popularity that's emerged has kind of been building for a while. Like when that okay, also I'm going to admit, I didn't know the Julia Fox headline was photoshopped until I read the research <laughs> this morning. <laughs> Neither did I. <laughs> That's so on brand for her. I wish she it's actually said brand. it. Same, same. It's ruined some of the magic. I know. So was it like an onion article or like reductress or something? I feel like someone literally just photoshopped it for Twitter. I don't know so annoying but I feel like it's funny because for ages I know people that have called their like group chats goblins I have two goblin group chats I know like all of the journalism girlies like shout out Hannah Daisy Emma and Lauren they call themselves the goblins Mm -hmm. but why do we like why is goblin now why are we in goblin mode right now I don't know I guess goblin mode well the goblin group chat is probably like your closest friends and it's like the grossest most personal stuff so maybe we're just all that used to oversharing that we just want to fully go goblin mode now yeah and overshare with everyone so getting into the public consciousness as has been the case with every trend there's been a couple of articles about goblin mode one on refinery 29 and one on the guardian and the guardian one seemed to go like really viral because one of our contributors actually esme did the illustration from it and it was like this green girl in her bed and like she's scrolling something and like has all this shit around her and she's basically just in prime goblin mode and Mm. i messaged her to see what she thought about goblin mode and why she thinks her 
like illustration went so viral because some people like loved it and then there was also like a backlash being like oh you're mocking goblin mode you're mocking what women do which is like funny because Esme is literally like the biggest goblin mode person ever but she said, I think Goblin Mode speaks to an emerging mood of feeling not just sick of influencer culture, but feeling and acting completely unhinged as a reaction to it. Like doubling down on absolute indulgence of the self and the depravity within that and rolling around in it unapologetically and delightfully. In a way, it's like post-self-care, self-care, total abandon into what you desire or at least how you feel, which at the moment for a lot of people is basically quite unhinged. Mm-hmm. I'll read the rest of it in a bit, but I think I agree with that. But it's interesting seeing it through the lens of the internet and like how it's been picked up by TikTokers now to be like, I'm in goblin mode because I'm doing this. And you know, also that trend on TikTok where it's like that audio and then it's like really fucked up things girls have done to get revenge on like boyfriends or ex-friends and stuff. Have you seen that one? I don't think I've seen it. What's the sound? Oh my God, it's literally all over my For You page. I can't remember the sound, but it's basically just like a girl saying, like a girl singing about being crazy. And then it's like girls literally being like, oh... I did this, I did that, like, I got revenge by doing this. I feel like that's quite goblin mode adjacent. Yeah, the the lack of caring what, about the consequences. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Do you think it's, like, a post-pandemic thing? Yeah, like, people are saying, oh, this is insulting. Like, we haven't just spent the last two years festering in our beds, <laughs> unable to go on holiday, unable to leave the house, and... I mean, a lot of people didn't work. A lot of people were furloughed. So yeah, spent a good three months just like rotting in bed. I know it's so weird as well because on the telly and stuff. Like I know you also watch a lot of morning telly, which I do, and everyone else mm-hmm. bullies me for it. On telly and stuff. So like the day we're recording this is March twenty third, and it's like two years to the day since the first lockdown. So like yeah. all of the morning telly has been doing like segments on like how far we've come or whatever Mm -hmm. but they're all like romanticizing first lockdown being like oh it's so lovely you spent so much time with your family like the weather was nice blah 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 blah. I don't think I got changed for like six weeks in that first lockdown I had to I had to buy new pajamas because I was just wearing pajamas (laughs) I know I literally own like 10 pairs of loungewear now (laughs) when I didn't own one before the lockdown yeah I think people I mean people love to romanticize it but think about the people I live in a flat like I wasn't able to sit in the garden and see my mum and have a nice time I was actually locked in a room essentially full-on goblin mode just drinking wine and having like a little party every single night exactly and I think there's definitely like goblin mode for some I think also why people might see that illustration or like a wider kind of uptake on goblin mode as like a negative thing is because we have so many negative connotations towards like people that kind of don't outwardly present as like kept I suppose or people that aren't interested in doing it to the standards we've been told we have to and we do like wrongfully associate that with like working class people people of color disabled people and like fat people as well or like like you said in the in the notes that maybe a certain only certain people can get away with going full goblin mode I think that's interesting because like it's kind of like when does goblin mode become contrived in itself like in the it girl episode when Halima was defending Emma Chamberlain and was like but she doesn't shower and it's like is she not just doing that for relatability though (laughs) like kind of giving us like a toe of goblin mode and then they're like oh but actually I'm perfect and I spend loads of money on clothes yeah and I 
go to the spa and I get facials done and I do this and I do that but I also like didn't shower today guys yeah that's just contrived that's just bullshit what (laughs) sorry (laughs) this is an anti Emma Chamberlain podcast today today when her name is here is pro (laughs) yes I am well I'm neutral veering to negative because I've never actually watched one of her videos or I don't even look at her Instagram so I don't know enough about her Mm -hmm. But it kind of seems interesting because like most of the people that are emerging or like that remind me of goblin mode are definitely like not that. Do you know what I mean? So I feel mm-hmm. like the like cool girls can do it, but it doesn't necessarily fit. Like if I saw Bella Hadid talking about being in goblin mode, I'd be like, that's ridiculous. But it's kind of really reminding me as well of which links to last week, the scammer episode. Have you seen all the like Caroline Calloway, Rachel Rabbit White? Um, mm-hmm. Kat Marnell landlord drama, landlord discourse. Yeah, I have. Um, what what is going on there? Right. So, Caroline Calloway was celebrating her last nights in New York, and um, she was holding all these dinner parties, and obviously her flat is like disgusting. Like her flat is goblin mode. So she at one point do you remember she painted like everything white? So like her lovely floorboards, like original wood, but she also painted like the front of the oven, the microwave, the front of the phone, like all round the bed, all round the toilet. Like literally everything was painted white. And because of that, there was all these pictures in curbed, which was which is like part of the New York Times, I think, that was just all her shit covered in filth. Like covered, like literally like brown like all different types of brown as well there was like plant like plant soil there was like just like dirt there was like you know when it kind of like when you like burn a lighter on something and it leaves that like tinge yeah there was loads of that all over stuff as well so then it turned out that Rachel Rabbit White was taking over the lease from Caroline Calloway and moved in I was kind of like live blogging her reaction to this apartment and being like, oh, I've spoken to everyone. Like, I've spoken to all of the, um, like, landlords and everything. They're all fine with it. Blah, 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 blah. I'm getting a maid in. I'm getting this in. I'm getting that in. I'm going to do it up, like, all Rococo. Um, and then it turned out, apparently, the landlord disagreed with that and got her kicked out. And now they're being sued about it. But I also found it interesting because Kat Monell, who is somehow embroiled in this drama... <laughs> god knows how has spoken about goblin mode saying it's cool to be a goblin everyone is so perfect all the time online it's good to get in touch with the strange little creature that lives inside of you i feel like that sums up all those three women's internet presence like just chaos yeah Yeah, pure chaos i mean the caroline calloway thing is like crack den but make it chic yeah exactly which if if it was any marginalized person any poor person people would be like they're disgusting they live in filth but you can get away, obviously you can get away with certain things if you're a cool, hip, rich girl. But also, do you not think that that kind of ties in? Like, I loved seeing it. Like, I thought it's exactly the kind of, like, drama we need. And also, I don't mean to, like, trivialise it too much because it is these people's lives. But they were also, like, chronicling it as content all throughout. So yeah, there's a weird dynamic there as well anyway. But, like, I feel like it kind of it's the spirit of what we were saying in the Indie Sleaze episode, like, they are kind of bringing it, like, that's actual, like, unfilteredness on the internet, I would say, where you're just literally so chaotic, but it's obviously all because they're also, like, very hedonistic and completely, like, un, like, unhinged in a way, and I don't mean that negatively, 
Whereas mm-hmm. like, I wonder if most people can embrace goblin mode truly because we have been like conditioned into like self-care optimization, all of this stuff for like the past seven years of the internet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, looking after your space, making your space aesthetic. They've gone like, <laughs> throwback, do you remember Squally Oaks? No. What it was like it? this squat that Carly Sciottino lived in and like uh, documented everything on her blog. It kind of makes me think of that, like just living in an absolute pit, even though you can maybe afford not to, but like aestheticizing the, 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 the pit. <laughs> do you think it's like a good thing to aestheticize goblin mode or a bad thing because I suppose it's like on the one hand it's like these things become more socially acceptable but then is it just through the lens of spectacle like I just described with the Callaway rabbit white Monel triangle of goblin mode yeah I think that's a bit that's maybe going a bit too far but I also think that it's important to like reiterate that not everyone lives in a perfect house and everything looks really nice and that's like the most normal thing that your house sometimes is really messy and looks like shit so I think it's 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 important to acknowledge goblin mode because most people like don't have this perfect aesthetic life yeah that's so true and but then it kind of ties into like all the photo dumps and stuff that were on Instagram last summer but then I feel like they've become more like nice as well as people have been able to leave the house it's more like yeah having fun with friends and not just like a bit of rubbish you've seen in the street when you're on your yeah. walk a pink bin bag <laughs> in the refinery 29 piece it basically takes the angle of like goblin mode and disability and that like disabled people have been living in goblin mode for the whole time but they feel pressure to present as like perfect on the internet so they're not left behind from hustle culture mm-hmm. which is interesting because it's something I've written about before but on the flip side like I also I kind of like the dictonomy of being a goblin but then also being able to dress up like I feel like you need both like you I would probably hate myself if I was just a goblin all the time yeah like Rumpelstiltskin, you need to be a little bit of a glamorous, glamorous freak. Glamorous goblin. Glamorous goblin, <laughs> yeah. So, you can go out and be glamorous and then the next day you're a goblin. You're a goblin, exactly. Mm-hmm. Like, And I feel like it's kind of like, I mean, obviously this was the author's personal experience, so it's completely valid. But like, it was kind of saying all this stuff like, oh, disability campaigners have been like working to make goblin mode okay for ages like as in people shouldn't be like lambasted for ordering from amazon if they can't get out of the house and like blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. but hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on linkedin you're looking in the wrong place that's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank linkedin helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role in a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... 
All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. I, I honestly just see it as like two kind of separate things. Like I feel like skewering disability justice into goblin mode is kind of like, I don't know, it feels a bit wrong because like I write in the book a, a lot as well about like bed and like bed as a place of like comfort, but also hell, which I suppose is what goblin mode represents. Like this, you want to be comfortable, but in the process of it, you're making yourself very disgusting because you're not actually caring for yourself. But it just feels like goblin mode is a bit of fun and I would like it to remain that way. Yeah, it doesn't have to be that deep. Exactly, exactly. We have also a quote from Carrie Paul who wrote The Guardian thing. She said, I think the goblin mode story has resonated deeply with many people exhausted by an endless pandemic and the pathological capitalist obsession with carrying on appearances in unprecedented times. I wanted to write about the term because I have been seeing it used increasingly frequently on social media and felt its rise represented a very unique moment in history as influencer culture collides with a new brand of nihilism. The world is a nightmare and sometimes you just want to put on sweatpants, melt cheese onto something weird in the microwave and lobotomize yourself with Love Island. And we all deserve to. I think the fact that it's gone so viral shows that people were seeking permission to go full goblin. What do you think of that? I love that. Yeah go for I mean it it ties into kind of the podcast topics we've covered for the past couple of weeks down to like the feral unhinged woman then that girl as well it's a rejection of that girl and the it girl and wellness culture and yeah lobotomizing yourself with Love Island is sometimes just the easiest thing to do in a global pandemic rather than shave your legs and wear a nice outfit I saw a like Novara Media article earlier which I haven't actually read yet but the headline was basically like, oh, um, like self-optimizing culture is a lie, but so is the alternative. And like, I'm just making a leap here that the alternative or like the counter reaction to that would be something similar to goblin mode. And I just think it's another symptom of us kind of like all the all the discourse. And I think some of it is good and some of it is just like meaningless and some of it is bad. It's just like a symptom of how we can't take anything at face value on the internet. So like if people are embracing goblin mode, it means we are absolutely not looking after ourselves ever, blah, 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 blah. And also it's like come to represent like rejecting femininity, which I don't think is the case because being a goblin is actually a huge part of femininity in a big way, I would say. Mm-hmm. But it's like we live in these like binary positions where it's like you're either a goblin or you're a wellness monster. It's like most people don't exist on that spectrum. Yeah, we can, we're multifaceted, we can be many things. And what do you choose to be most of the time, Eden? A goblin. (laughs) (laughs) I want to, I want to smoke the vape and drink some Diet Coke and burp and just fester in bed. 
it's so true because like all the time we're just constantly being told things that are like bad for us especially during the pandemic and like Mm -hmm. constantly restricted I suppose I suppose being goblin mode is like unrestricted but also in a way that doesn't harm anyone like I feel like with even the indie sleaze discussions and stuff we're seeing a bit of a backlash to that now like I saw like three Instagram posts yesterday from girlies at the time being like oh it's actually really shit to be an indie sleaze like stop romanticizing it loads of my Mm -hmm. friends like it was the last time we could party without like that it was fun to party because of what we all went through yeah and I feel like goblin mode is just more focused on the self so it's like you're not actually really harming anyone by being a goblin yeah it's about your individual experience kind of day to day and like what you said about the group chats and stuff being like your most secret ones is where you're at your most goblin I think that's good if some of that's stripped away yeah it's where you can be yourself and relax. I think it's funny as well, like, it's kind of not related, but how we're kind of, like, using all of this, like, mythological terminology to describe stuff at the moment. Like, all of mm-hmm. those tweets and, like, TikToks as well that are like, oh, I hate when I get new followers because they're not up to date with my law. And yeah. then, like, we're talking <laughs> about being goblins. Like, why are we obsessed <laughs> with talking about, like, mythological stuff? Esme said in her statement that like goblins are outcast figures in folklore somewhere between anti-hero and villain and their storylines revolve around them interrupting the status quo by getting some for themselves i'll be having that mentality etc but they're never actually properly evil just self-centered and mischievous which i think is true yeah everyone's an anti-hero it's all of the goblin like in my head as well when i think of like goblin mode think of Polly Noir's illustrations. Who did the cover to Poor Little Sick Girls? Order True. and Order. Thank you, Jen. I don't have to do the plug this episode. <laughs> it's the equivalent of like shedding your skin at the end of the day, like, oh, I can kind of take all this stuff off and just truly just like a lizard, just relax into the comfort and the grossness of my of my home or my bed or whatever. I think that's what I love about it, because it is like a shedding. Like it's not yeah. that like because I think so easily like stuff about like this rejection of standards or whatever could fall into like femme phobia in that like we shouldn't like makeup or nails or whatever because Mm -hmm. it's taking time away from us being goblins but like the joy comes from being able to like have it and then strip it off yeah it's this little creature inside of you and you take off your skin at the end of the day and you just relax what's the most (sighs) goblin mode thing you've ever done oh god Probably just kind of, I think <laughs> during the pandemic, obviously we're just proper, proper first ever lockdown. Uh, me and my housemate were like, when's the last time you had a shower? And we were both just like, I literally can't remember. It might have been five days, <laughs> might be six. <laughs> and we were both just staring into the blankly like, I don't even, we couldn't even remember, but because we didn't have anywhere to go, we were just inside. And we were both like, I don't know, it's fine. No, but also there's like, there is a chapter in my book that's basically kind of about goblin mode, but before I knew the term that's called like, inside all of us is a gross girl. Mm -hmm. And it like talks about, yeah, how we basically are all just like gross goblins, but we pretend we're not. And that has been reflected in feminism. So like, feminism has become like so sanitized in like terms of being accepted. And that the only way in my opinion, in that chapter, to kind of, like, renew feminism was to strip it all back and, like, start from gross and build upwards. So maybe that's happening now. I would like to see it. Maybe. In Halima's notes as well, she's also said that maybe only certain people are 
allow us to join in on that. Mm. Like, remember all the discourse about people uh, not washing their legs and stuff? Oh, my God, yeah. Who was it again? Uh, I think someone tweeted about saying, do you wash your legs? Yes, I know. Then loads of people were like, no. Apparently, uh, Sophie Turner said, no, there's no need to because water drips (laughs) down them. And people were disgusted. And then maybe, like, certain groups of people can't. Yeah. Like... um, but that's that's quite interesting. The the people that are allowed to go full goblin mode compared to the people that maybe just can't or maybe just live that life day to day, but they don't want to embrace it. Yeah, exactly. Like the point in my book is that basically some people have the choice to like hide their disgusting and some people don't. And it needs to be like an embracing of the people that like are just not like we have been taught to naturally dislike. So whether it is mm-hmm. because we consider them like all of these things that we're taught not to like there needs to be just like a complete overhaul of that um but maybe as we've said with loads of other things goblin mode is a chance for like more people to get involved in being goblins but also this is kind of the first time we're talking about it so like as a culture so maybe not mm-hmm. be like get involved join the club. <laughs> become a goblin meet you under the bridge <laughs> everyone's down there got some goblins got some trolls not not internet trolls though nice trolls no nice trolls like with the hair and the films yeah (laughs) my favorite type of trolls yeah (laughs) we don't want the nasty ones i suppose that goes full circle though back to it like this current cultural moment starting with julia fox because she is that like the perfect girl girl of the moment yeah the perfect skinny white girly which all of you shouted at me on TikTok and Instagram for because you didn't listen to the full podcast and if you didn't listen then you're probably not listening now but you should if you haven't got to this point in the podcast please do not comment because <laughs> yeah. Ioni's nerves cannot handle it anymore <laughs> I know, that's like, another thing. Charlie XCX was very goblin mode when she was go- in a bad way when she was going after all her stands on Twitter like a week ago yeah just just write it down and then like delete it <laughs> put it in put it in your book of law you're a millionaire just go and count your money yeah i don't think Stop millionaires with... are allowed to be in goblin mode no no millionaires no millionaires no youtubers and only some tiktokers <laughs> are allowed goblin mode <laughs> true definitely not emma chamberlain sorry emma if you're listening we'll put you on the cover if you want <laughs> so what do you think the future of goblin mode is i think it might not get any more kind of, well, hope, I mean, this podcast is going to give it a bit more hype and press. I think it might just kind of carry on keeping on as it is. Hopefully we can get more people to join the cause. But I think everyone's just kind of living goblin mode day to day anyway. So. Do you think social media would be more boring if it was just goblin mode on socials all the time? Because, like, we're not seeing, like, do do you think we secretly enjoy seeing, like, the idealised version of everything? Yeah, because it's aspirational. Yeah. Like, we love watching those Architectural Digest home videos and stuff, thinking we'll never get this. But also, aren't we looking at those videos trying to find, like, a pair of pants that they've forgotten to put in the washing or, like, (laughs) a spilled bit of coffee just to prove that Um, they are human? That's why I loved Hilary Duff's because she's like, oh, this table, my kids drew all over it. Blah, blah, blah. There's drawing on the walls and her house feels really loved, which I like because they're usually really polished, aren't they? Oh my God, curveball. I didn't expect Hilary Duff to make yeah, an Yeah, her, hers is amazing. She's got, I think they've got loads of chickens in the back garden and stuff. So Hilary Duff, go in goblin mode. 
recommend <laughs> recommended watching further reading what do you think of the, the future of golden bird holds mm, i don't know i think at the moment which is obviously really reflected in this podcast we're basically just cycling through like so many things because none of us know what to do with ourselves mm-hmm. and it's often like not reflected in the actual world like most of the people i know personally or like follow acquaintances with or like professional acquaintances don't are still like doing up the whole like live your best life thing especially now because it's like a return to that like the industry events the nice dresses the nice shoes like doing all the things we couldn't but I really like it and I'd like to see it go further me too well what does everyone else think of goblin mode I would like to hear it also I would like goblin mode I've decided that goblin mode plus Zoe Kravitz's nails in the Batman pointed nail shape is back (laughs) (laughs) in goblin mode and pointed nails exactly the elevated french is the goblin mode manicure i have decided i mean it is quite goblin-y aesthetically like exactly exactly and her nails in that film they're not like done done so they look like they're just natural and a bit gross but really long and pointed i couldn't stop staring at them anyway nice she had like like oil from a motorbike under the nails and stuff oh my god you love her i can tell I liked her in it, but I thought she was a bit flat. I mean, they both just—they both just spent a lot of the film just like looking at each other. Yeah, like breeding. Yeah. Like also, her flat was very goblin mode with all the. It was. It really, really was. Yeah. In some kind of dingy, rundown, damp studio apartment that she shared with her friend, and that all she has in the fridge is milk for the cats. Yeah, and it probably smells a bit like sour in there. I got a sour vibe. <laughs> okay. Sour fridge. Old sour fridge, Zoe. <laughs> Zoe Kravitz, the ultimate goblin. <laughs> We're yeah. going to get shit for saying that. All right. Thank you, Eden. Thank you so much for having me. We will be putting on Instagram and TikTok and stuff about goblin mode. So please tell us what you think, whether you think it's real, and if you are embracing your inner goblin. Um, keep us up to date on your law we'll be back next week thank you to halima for the research see you next week halima sorry can't be here thank you to olivia for editing and gina and gina and charlotte and hattie the ultimate goblin literal hattie is the ultimate goblin (laughs) (laughs) and clarissa we'll see you next week goodbye bye Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, y'all. Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Discover South Carolina.